0: Hi, everyone listening. My name is Yassi, and I was diagnosed with anxiety at 19 years old after my first panic attack. It's been seven years since then, and throughout these years, I've come to find I am not alone in the battle with mental illness. My purpose for starting this podcast is to collaborate with my friends and soon-to-be new friends in order to end the stigma around talking about mental health, also while incorporating my love for the music that gave me the strength to find myself once again and help me focus on the upside to my mental illness. These are stories coming from people from all walks of life on their mental illness or habits they develop developed to become more self-aware. This is the upside. When you're a child and something is wrong, you run to your parents and tell them. But if what's happening is not really clear in your head or you don't understand, you stay quiet. You begin to repress these things that happen to you, these dark moments. And... Years later, when they surface, you just feel shame for letting it happen. You go through life feeling numb and misunderstood by your family, while your family is not aware that you needed support and communication. Finally, at the age of 20, you reach a point where you choose to put yourself first and speak about those dark moments in your past that haunt you. You reach out to a therapist. This is Melo, and this is her journey with post-traumatic stress disorder it's not so much exactly all the words i use small it out somehow down and let them loose. so complicated I can't wait to get explained Hi guys, I'm Yessi, and this is The Upsides. I am here with Melo, and she's going to be um, sharing some stuff with us today. How are you?
1: Um, I'm good, and you?
0: Good. What have you been up to lately? I feel like I don't really know what's new in your life right now.
1: Um, I mean, lately I've just been going to school um, and working, and just trying to like um, find little hobbies to do, like,
0: you know. Okay, oh, tell them, how old, you, how old are you? I'm um, 20 years old 20, okay And so, are you still working at Starbucks? Yeah Okay The one by like, Hialeah? No, it's in Doral
1: In Doral? Great, <laughs> you're <far. laughs> Did you used to work at the one at Hialeah? No, no. Okay. I trained there,
0: again yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay <laughs> um, So you're still doing Starbucks, you're doing school What are you, like, focusing in school? Like, did you pick a major or no? Um. Yeah, I'm doing nursing Nursing? Yeah Okay that's cool um you're doing it at a date yeah okay and so you're the first person to reach out to me to be on the podcast because the people that I've been on before like I've reached out to them because I've like I've known about you know what they've been going through and they're like yeah I'm down to talk but you're the first person to actually be like hey I want to be on it and I was Mm -hmm. like yes (laughs) someone (laughs) wants to share so what made you kind of be like hey I want to talk on the podcast um
1: well I really liked your idea of the podcast um and recently um with my diagnosis um I realized that shame is a lot that comes with it Mm -hmm. and I just wanted I just felt like doing this was a way to like relieve that shame that I carry with me um you know and like just know that there's nothing wrong with saying like you know I'm a victim and you know like
0: you know, I just, I'm sad, so... Yeah. So, what was your... You started going to therapy. Yeah. For the first time ever. Yeah. And this was how long ago? Um, I started going about uh, a month or two ago. Two
1: months, okay. Have you been seeing her very consecutively? Um, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just, I feel like it's still... I'm still getting in, like...
0: Like the mindset.
1: I, yeah, the mindset of, you know learning to speak to someone about how I feel because I feel like it's hard to get yourself to go and, like, even just make an appointment.
0: Right. But at least you did it. Yeah. And, you know, you knew. So what exactly led you to go seek therapy? Um,
1: I was just exhausted. Like, I was emotionally exhausted. And um, I just felt like I was at a point in my life where I feel like, I wanted to, like, actually seek happiness and not just like
0: stay in the hole that I've been in for so okay. long. You know. So you wanted a change, yeah. And you took it upon yourself to be like, okay, I'm gonna go, yeah, seek therapy. All right. And um, what was the reason? Like, why did you want it? Why did you feel like you were in a hole before? Um,
1: <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink water. <laughs> Um, well, I was sexually assaulted as a child, um, and so, like, that automatically just, like, I just detached myself, um, from my family, and, like, even from myself, um, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do things for myself, I wouldn't, like, I just, like, I just, you know, you just, you live with that. Like in your head, and it just doesn't let you like move on and stuff. So it's just you know.
0: How did you feel, like growing up, with it? You know, you're 20 now, so up until this point, how did you feel that affected you? Um. I mean, I know it affected me a lot.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a big thing that it affected me with was um like, just not just not being able to communicate with my family. Um, you know like um, like telling my parents till, my dad doesn't know my mom does know but even then I wasn't given the I didn't receive the response that I thought I would and so it was really just like I started to carry on like on my own
0: um, and did that affect like other relationships in your life or the way that you express yourself with your friends or anybody?
1: Yeah like it definitely has affected me where like, I just sometimes feel like I don't feel emotions. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, because right, um, you've had to, like, hide it for so long in a way. Like, just keep it to yourself and go on dealing yeah, with it. Yeah, so that. I feel like I just learned to
1: repress my emotions in order to cope. And so, yeah, it has affected me a lot. Um, so I've been trying to, like, express myself
0: more. And, yeah. <laughs> and... I know, like, high school was hard for you as well. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) High school was hard for you as well. Um, Do you think that had to do with it? Um, I didn't realize
1: that it could have had an effect on it until, like, I graduated and I was like, hey, you know, like, I've been to, like, four to five different schools and, like, why is it that I couldn't just be in a stable environment for, like, a while? Um... So I don't know really how it affected me, but I feel like it for sure has had to, like, have some... Yeah. yeah.
0: Did you feel like you were bullied while in high school? Um, I
1: didn't feel like I was bullied. I do feel like people did have the wrong impression of me. Um, I'm a very, you know, like, I was very shy, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, at a point where I was, like, really insecure, um... So, like, I didn't feel like I was bullied, but I, I never felt comfortable or I never felt like I had friends,
0: if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. And do you feel like a lot of kids were going through the same thing when you were in high school or you felt like it was just you who was feeling that way? Like, you saw everyone kind of, like, yeah. going through the motion and you were just in the outside, basically?
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I don't know if it's because I never really built relationships, like, in high school, um, enough to know about people, but, um, to me, like, everyone just looked so happy, and, like, I saw, like, groups of friends and people just interacting and stuff, and it was just, like, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. and I did have to go with, like, I I did have, like, social anxiety at one point, where, like, I just, I just couldn't talk to people, Mm -hmm. um,
0: so, like, that was hard, and I feel like maybe that's why they didn't have friends, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, um... With me, it was, like, the complete opposite. Like, I've always been the one to talk about my emotions. Yeah. And I always talk to people and kind of, like... No, like, people feel like they can tell me what they're going through. And so I was able to connect with a lot of people that way. Um, but, yeah, it's it's hard for someone who's shy and then also have anxiety to... Create those bonds because people just tell, them, like, feel like, oh, like, oh no, she just, you know, doesn't talk, or yeah. they think maybe, oh, she's a bitch or whatever. That's usually what people label if you're quiet or you don't want to talk to them or That's whatever. Exactly what they label. <laughs> no. So and it's not fair because you don't know what that person is going through. Yeah. And so I'm glad that it, like now I feel people are more aware of. You know, if someone doesn't look like they're happy, you know, you should probably talk to them and find out what's going on. I hope that kids are being nicer now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, I mean, at least from my experience in high school, um, I don't think that we were, like, we didn't know what anxiety was. We didn't know what depression was. We knew that some people got sad and like, man, that sucks. (coughs) But we didn't really hear about a lot of stuff that's going on now and you're like the low the generation below mine so that's why i wanted to kind of see like if you had any friends in high school that you remember were going through like the same thing you were no No? not really (laughs) okay so you were feeling like you were pressing your emotions it was hard for you to build relationships And you said now is when you just kind of became exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like, did something specific happen that you were just kind of like, ah, like... Um... I feel like...
1: Um... After, like, my breakup from, like, three and a half years, I feel like I found myself very alone. Um... I lost, like, all my friends. Well, people that I felt like were my friends, but, you know... Um... So I just felt, I found myself very alone and I just thought like this is the time for me to do things for myself. Um, Which is the best thing to do. Yeah.
0: And so yeah. Yeah, I mean it's you needed to go through that to find yourself again. Yeah. Because it's after being in a relationship with someone, you kind of become like this one person. Yeah. And you forget, like, your values, your everything. Because you're just, like... It's based on what this person wants and what we want together, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's so important to... <laughs> it's so important to, like, have a relationship with someone. But know yourself. And just be, like, partners with that person. Yeah. Not, like, become one person. Yeah. That, I think that's something that I also learned um, upon, like, just... Learning about my anxiety and everything. Like, I kind of learned... Like, hey, I can't depend on Danny all the time. I need to learn to make myself happy as well. And, I mean, I did it while still being with him, but it's sad that you had to, like, go through a breakup, you know, to find yourself. But it's also great because you, yeah, you find out what you really like. You find out who your real friends are. Like, it's, it's bad, but it's good. Yeah. And don't think that it's something, like, horrible like I'm glad that you're going through it now in your 20s that way like you'll flourish even more like
1: yeah like now I'm like oh just bring it on <laughs>
0: <laughs> <can take> anything <laughs> so you went to see a therapist yeah um how was your experience with that did you do that yourself did you have help um I actually couldn't
1: bring myself to make an appointment so um I had Michelle pretend to be me (laughs) and call a therapist to make an appointment for me Mm -hmm. um so it was hard like my first time going um I remember like the lady was like oh she's coming like don't run away please and like I just sat there in the waiting room and I was like why did she tell me not to run away she told you that yeah and I was like (laughs) I don't get it (laughs) and so like I went and I like that and then the second time I came back like, I realized that I was just, like, oh, I really don't want to talk about, like, my issues. And, like, like I would even, like, cancel and stuff just because... Mm-hmm. And then I was, like, oh, that's how she told me not to run away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, the first visit, I'm sure, is, like, exhausting. Yeah. Like, where do you even begin, you know? Yeah, I broke yeah, down, like, the first like, second. <laughs> 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 um, has she taught you any, like, coping mechanisms for...
1: Yeah, um...
0: She like, what are you guys me, working on right now?
1: Um, right now, she... She advised for me to, um, have a journal, and um, she told me basically just write about my days, even if it's something good or bad. Um, whatever I feel, and I can always look back and, like, say, oh, like, you know, I was feeling. Um... And she gave me, like, some, like, coping mechanisms for my anxiety, like, how to, like, ground myself, um, Mm -hmm. so that, you know,
0: I won't go crazy. (laughs) Um, so she diagnosed you with, um, generalized anxiety disorder? Um,
1: no, she diagnosed me with, um, post-traumatic stress stress disorder, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and that can be, you know, cause anxiety as well. Um, do you feel like there's certain, like, triggers in your daily life that kind of, make you anxious um <clears throat> I mean I don't know it's weird like
1: um there was just one point where like right before um going to therapy like I don't know what what it was that what happened, but I would just wake up every morning like like with like really bad anxiety and like like it was just like the moment I woke up it was like there and um I mean, like I am taking antidepressants now, and I realize that they have helped with that, and uh, but I will still find myself like you know, like I'll be fine, and then in the
0: middle of the day I'll just like go crazy. <laughs> okay, and if you don't mind me asking, what antidepressants are you taking? Um, I
1: don't. Know, it's called ser. Cir- Sertraline. Cir- Sertraline. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, and when did you start start that?
1: Um, I think like. Mm, I'm, like, a month and a half
0: in. Okay. And that was prescribed? Yeah. Okay. By your primary or by... Um, well, my
1: um, therapist told me that I... Sh- you know, like, she was like, you don't have to, but, you know, you, you probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to my primary and, you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you haven't. You didn't go to a psychiatrist, you just went to your primary yeah. from... Okay. Um, and so you said that it's been... You feel like it's been helping. Yeah. Like, like what difference sure. You do you feel was like, the biggest...
1: Like, definitely in the mornings. <laughs> um, I just don't feel that overwhelming, like,
0: like... Like, I have to go through this day type yeah, feeling. Yeah, and it just,
1: like... Like, it was just... I don't know, it just... In the mornings, it was really hard to, like, even just start my day. Like, because you just start off with, like... Negative like, thoughts. Yeah, negative thoughts, like...
0: And, you know, like, you find yourself just, like, uh, ugh... <laughs> Okay, so there weren't any other certain triggers, it was just, like, you felt very anxious to start your day, like, every day. Yeah, like, I was just, like, you know, another day. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's it gets hard, um, to keep yourself motivated and to want to do stuff when you feel, like, so down, you know? Yeah. Do you feel, obviously, I mean, we've t- talked about it, mm-hmm. like, do you feel you made the right choice by going to therapy now and...
1: Um, I definitely do feel like it because like before like going to therapy I just thought I was crazy for not for feeling so detached and like you know like something bad could be happening and like I just would be like frozen like it like nothing affected me. Like even. numb. Yeah, like I was just numb, like I didn't feel anything. And you know like when she told me, Oh, you know, like you have PTSD I was like what? And then like I you know I researched it afterwards and um, you know like it was one of the symptoms like feeling detached and so I feel like it made me feel normal I guess you know like yeah, yeah. just knowing that oh you know like uh, people yeah.
0: have this yeah yeah <laughs> and that's I think that's like the biggest thing and why we have to talk about it like even though it's super uncomfortable like believe me it's not easy to sit here and talk about all the crap that we have to like yeah. bury within us. And bring it out because that's like our darkest darkest Mm -hmm. parts but if we don't bring it out then we leave someone else thinking that they're like alone and that no one else is going through the same thing they are and it's you know yes people are going through it and you know we're moving forward from it by seeking help and you know just working on ourselves trying to get better um so that journal tip is amazing like I do it yeah. already and like I have one that I started in 2016 I saw and finished it because I don't write in it every day mm-hmm. I just kind of write it whenever I've had like a bad day or a really good day yeah like in the middle of a crisis I'll just be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then when it does work when I look back I'm like wow I was looking at this like so wrong it gives you like a another perspective to what you yeah. like to yourself
1: yeah, but even then, I feel like it It just helps you um, bring things
0: out rather than just continue to keep them exactly. inside. So yeah. if you feel like you can't talk to someone about it, you just write it down, yeah. and you are talking to yourself, but it's yeah. fine. Like, you you got it all out on paper, yeah. and it's fine. And you do feel better. Even if you, like, I, I know I recall, like, times of me, like, writing while crying, like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> There's, like, tears in the journal. <laughs> But, yeah, it is a really good method to, like, kind of get your emotions out there. Um I would recommend it to anyone. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I do that helps me in the morning, um, I say things that I'm grateful for. So, like, I'll be, like, you know, I'm grateful for being alive. I'm grateful for, you know, having my two, two hands, two feet, two eyes. Like, I can see, I can hear, I can taste. Like, yeah. that's amazing. Not a lot of people have, like... A lot of people have it, but there's people that don't have it. <laughs> and we're, I, I just get filled with, you know, gratitude. Like, okay, you know, like you you have a home. Like, a lot of people have it way worse, you know? Yeah. So just getting, starting your day in that positive mind frame, like already kind of gets you in a better mood. Yeah. Because um, it is hard sometimes. Like, sometimes people just suck and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> but if you start trying to, like, just be grateful for what you have and then... You know, and I know that it's been difficult, right? Like your relationship with your parents, like just being able to talk to them about stuff. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard, and you know, just try to be like, you know what, whatever. At least I have my parents, you know. And even if I don't have that communication with them, I know that they're there. Yeah. And then you just kind of build on that. Mm -hmm. Um. So we talked about you seeking help. We talked about the coping, which is you started with the journal. You're taking antidepressants, and that's making you feel better. Are you doing anything else um now to kind of keep growing?
1: Um, well, I decided I'm gonna take a semester off, mm-hmm. um, like specifically just to find hobbies and things that I've always wanted to do. Um, like I, I want to start getting into photography. Okay. And. I need to learn how to ride a bike. <laughs> I still
0: don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah. Anymore, so that's because our parents. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I just always want to, like, go mountain,
0: like, riding. So, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Danny's been telling me for, like, years. We've been dating for almost eight years now. And he's like, yeah. Like, when we first started dating, he's like, I'm going to teach you how to ride a bike. He still hasn't taught me. That never happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the song that you picked was Aphasia by Pine Grove. Um, The song you picked it, why is that? Um, Well, I
1: picked it because I was was listening to it on my way back from New Orleans. And I feel like the trip to New Orleans was very memorable for me because, um, well, first it was me and like Katie, you know, um, and it was just us. And I feel like at the same time, we were both going through things. And so I feel like... Like, it just... I, it just hit me, like... You know, like, you're going to be okay. And, like, like it just hit me, like, there's much more to life. So I just felt like for the first time, I lived.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like... For it the was first, your first time yeah.
0: traveling alone, right? Without yeah. parents?
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, it just like I just felt happy for once I feel like and I feel like that happiness came from me only and so it felt good Mm
0: -hmm. and yeah because you made the choice like I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna do this yeah and And it was like super impulsive (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes you gotta do stuff like that yeah so that song stuck with you because it brings you back to that yeah it just brings me back to
1: like how I was feeling like on the like, cause on the way back, like I just I was just thinking about all this, and so like the ride right back was just like me like realizing things. I sound like Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
0: weird, yeah, like this, realizing things. Yeah,
1: realization. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we actually like looked up the definition of aphasia, which is a loss of ability to understand or express speech, which is kind of funny in a way because. She felt for a long time that she couldn't express her emotions. And so it's just a coincidence that this yeah. song also talks about that.
1: The lyrics are like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so overall, what is your upside from, you know, this horrible thing that happened to you when you were little to now? Um.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm just trying to see it as, like, I want to eventually bring out awareness in that, because I feel like, um, especially, like, you know how you said that, like, our generation's the only the only people who, like, really think about this and, like, you know, and, um, like, my mom, like, you know, like, I tell her these things and she doesn't take it as seriously as I feel like she should, and I feel like, um... Just me, like, ho- like, hopefully, like, people, whoever has gone through this, they don't feel ashamed. And, like, because I don't feel like it's something that, like, should be kept so low. Like, you know, it's not your fault, you know? Mm-hmm. So why should you be the one to keep quiet and, like, you know, just... So, yeah. um, I just feel like I want to make it something positive.
0: Um, you know, I can just... I don't know. <laughs> be be the voice. Yeah. Like be the one to say, Hey, this happened to me and if it happened to you it's okay and yeah. you know, you get better. Um so the next question is basically like what would you tell someone who went through or is going through what you're going through right now?
1: Um I just tell
0: them like I mean obviously like it took you some time. Yeah. To be like, I'm gonna speak up. Um everyone you know, is, goes through the motions at their own pace and everyone, you know, can say it right now. Yeah. Um, but it is something that if you have been sexually assaulted and you just feel like, oh, if I don't... If I say it, then they're going to think something of me.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't. Just speak out and... Yeah.
1: and or like, get
0: help. Like, you don't even have to tell... Like, as long as you tell someone... I promise you you it's a weight that's lifted yeah, off of you. And
1: like not only that, <clears throat> but then like you once you've actually seeked help and you at least realize within yourself that like, you know, like
0: it did affect you. Yeah, me.
1: it did affect you. Um, you realize, you know, like if I could if I could have spoken up earlier, I would have because I feel like I would have saved myself like a lot of years of like like I could have done a lot more, for sure. Um and I would have just saved myself
0: like just a lot of pain, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, like I said, everything, i at least I feel, everything happens when it's supposed yeah. to happen. Like, there's a reason why it took you this long. It sucks that it did, but it's going to be more worthwhile now because you suffered so much. Like, the next years of your life are going to be, like, amazing. Yeah. Like, you're going to be so self-aware. You're going to know exactly who you want to be. And, yeah, it's just... We can't do anything with the past. Yeah. And I feel like even,
1: like, these, like, past, like, months have been a lot better than before. Mm -hmm. Just by me,
0: you know, just being aware. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, guys. um, Again, this podcast, the main reason we're doing this is for people to feel comfortable speaking about, you know, mental illness or any self-awareness. Anything that, you know, is stopping you from feeling comfortable with yourself or just happy in general. People are going through things and it's not fair for them to feel like they're all alone. So that's why we're speaking out. And know that there's people out there that are. their job is to help you. So don't feel afraid to... You know, schedule an appointment with a therapist or a psychiatrist. Even if you have to get somebody else to schedule (laughs) the appointment for you, as long as you actually go and you stand there, even though it's gonna suck the first time, it's gonna feel uncomfortable, like letting everything out, like just do it because you have to in order to get better. And we all want to reach you know our highest potential, so um, just do what you need to do in order to get better. And I hope that this reaches some people. Um, As I mentioned before. I'm going to have a psychiatrist come on and talk about different disorders and kind of compare and contrast things, kind of put things into perspective from a medical perspective. Um, And, yes, I thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys have a good night. Bye. (laughs)